Pirate Wire Radio. Frontlines Indie Journalism as part of Pirate Wire Services. Frontline Indie Journalism from the Global South to you. Pirate Wire Radio. Transmission initiating in 3, 2, 1. Piracy commencing. Pirate Wire Radio. Hello, and welcome back to Pirate Wire Services. We are indie journalism from the global south straight to your mailbox. This week we are talking about the civil war in Colombia. Colombians go to the polls on May 29th, and the civil war is a huge issue here that reverberates through all of society. The war has recently ended. In 2016, then-President Santos signed an accord with leftist rebel group, the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, also known as FARC. And reconciliation since then has been really slow. But this week, um, I was working on a bunch of stories about the elections and a bunch of stories about the peace process, and we stumbled across a story that is really inspiring. It's, it's a story of reconciliation, really. And reconciliation is something that at times can be hard to come by in regards to the civil war in Colombia. The war lasted over 50 years. In many ways, uh, it hasn't really ended. Although FARC demobilized and joined the government and the fighters all laid down arms, 90% of fighters laid down arms, I should say, um, there were some splinter groups who stayed in the jungle or the areas they control and continue to fight against the government. But since the disarmament, a um, huge number of other armed groups have expanded into the vacuum of power that they left. Now, under the accord, the state was supposed to move into those areas, build infrastructure, create economic opportunities, and invest in social uh, systems and civic society. But none of that happened. Instead, we have groups like the National Liberation Army, or ELN, the Plan de Golfo, who have expanded rapidly into that vacuum. And this week, I met, I met a few people here in Colombia that when the peace accord was signed, started off on very opposite ends of the negotiating table. Helmut Angulo lost his parents in the Colombian Civil War. They were kidnapped and killed by rebel FARC fighters. Mi nombre es Helmut Santiago Angulo Castañeda. Soy hijo eh, de un par de ancianos. My parents were kidnapped eh, and tortured and killed by FARC in the year 2000. For 22 years, I've been suffering for this nightmare. Last year, fortunately, with the help of a lot of different organizations, including an organization of ex-guerrillas, we were able to find my mother's body at least last year. At the time, Helmut vigorously opposed the peace process. He voted against it when it was put up for a popular referendum. 
and he considered the decision by President Santos to push the deal through Congress anyway to be a betrayal to the Colombian nation. He described to me his initial meeting with the guerrilla search group as he searched for answers to the disappearances of his parents. And he told me that when he met them, he insulted them and threatened their lives even. He explained to me, though, that he was just carrying so much pain in his heart at the time. To him, the guerrillas weren't human beings, but rather these violent enemies that had been inflicting damage on his country. But after 30 minutes of talking with the guerrillas, uh, he realized that despite his insults and provocations, if you will, that they were still listening. And they just kept talking about how it was time to build peace. And Helmut went on to explain how he reacted to that situation. The war was over, I realized, he told me. It was time to think of the future rather than the past. And really, now five years later, when I think back on that day, I think we're all victims of the war. Not just my parents, not just me, but also the rebels, and really all of Colombia. Helmut tells me that he now strongly supports the peace accord even if it seems at times that the government does not. Freddy Dimante is a ex-guerrilla peace signatory. For over 20 years, Freddy fought in Cauca, one of the more conflict-plagued regions of Colombia. A few years before the war ended, Freddy was shot in the leg during a firefight with ELN guerrillas in a territorial dispute. After being trapped in the jungle, wounded for 14 days, he was finally able to arrive with the help of his companions to a hospital where his leg was amputated. From that point, he took on a more administrative role within the organization. When the peace deal was signed, he was one of the founding members of Reencuentros, this guerrilla group that looks for the victims of the disappeared. My name among the guerrillas was Oscar Sanchez. But more than that, I was known by the nom de guerre, King Kong. Normally, what we do as part of our job is, well, I have to kind of explain here that in this moment, because of the rise in violence in Colombian rural areas, we can no longer return to the territories where we used to be guerrillas where we used to have control because new armed groups have arrived. I believe that everyone who participated in the armed conflict has a duty to help build peace, Freddie told me. That includes not just guerrillas, but also the government and their paramilitary allies. But what Freddie feels like is that the deal as it has rolled out has not been the deal that was negotiated. This isn't the deal we signed on to, he told me. The government was supposed to come in and invest in these communities and build an alternative to the cycle of violence and crime. At least when we were in control of these territories, there was relative stability. We were the de facto government. But after the peace process, there was no government. And the new armed groups that have arrived to these regions care less about politics than they do about power and money. And so what we see now is an epic much more violent than the time just immediately before the process. He tells me that the group continues working to try to find the 
bodies of the disappeared and answers for the families. It's a torture to live without answers for family members of the missing, he tells me. Our job is slow and methodical. It involves interviews. It involves looking for reports of mass graves. It involves talking sometimes to the very people who are responsible for the deaths of these disappeared. And sometimes our cases end in frustration. But Freddie likes to think that at the very least, he and his organization are bringing closure to some of the family members who have had to go without answers for decades. And it was in this manner that Helmut eventually would decide to become a member of Reencuentro. He now works alongside the guerrillas in an attempt to find answers. And together, he feels like this can be a bit of a reconciliation. Seguimos en la búsqueda por el cuerpo de mi padre. Eh, seguimos apuntando a, a la buena voluntad de las entidades estatales que han mejorado mucho su actitud frente a la We continue searching for the body of my father. We continue to point out the improvements that have been made in the peace process. And we hope that eventually I can find the body of my father and close this family episode that has been so terrible for all of us. But I think an important thing that I want to understand and point out to the international community in this this endless war is that hate eventually calms. We can overcome it. The peace accord isn't working right now, but we all have to do our part to build the peace. Otherwise, it will never arrive. And this is a process that will be intergenerational but it's the only path we have. For those who have been following us here at PyroWire for a while, you're probably aware that the civil war here is really only over in name and that conflict is rising in rural areas. The current administration of President Ivan Duque has preferred military to social solutions to problems to resolve this peace, but the result has been more violence. This year alone, there have been three armed strikes in which armed groups shut down large portions of the country, forbidding transport and mobility. There have been 40 massacres so far this year. 336 peace signatories of the deal have been killed since it was signed. And there are vast regions of the country that every day slip further and further into a deadly cycle of violence. But the good news is that there's hope. If someone like Helmet can resolve the pain and the trauma and the wounds of a war that has lasted more than half of a century, surely others here can do the same. And we'll be talking about how next week, as elections, first round of presidential elections come to Colombia, please tune in. Thank you very much again for listening. We are Pirate Wire Services. You can find us at Pyre underscore wire on Twitter, or you can check out our Substack, piratewireservicessubstack.com. I am Joshua Collins, and until next week.